Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to NFT Nation, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler, here with my co-host, Alex Ferguson. What's going on, guys? In today's episode, we will be giving uh, pretty much a newbie's guide uh, to what NFTs are. Our goal for this episode is to teach every single listener all about NFTs in the simplest way possible. So without any further delay, let's just get right into it. So pretty much, what's first, the first, like you obviously want to understand what uh, the basic definition of an NFT is, and pretty much... NFT stands for a non-fungible token. Like you, if any, if, if uh, any of the audience has been in the NFT space at all, you have definitely seen that. Uh, sorry, you've definitely seen that uh, definition all over, especially just the non-fungible token part. And this is probably one of the most confusing confusing definitions there is, because telling you or when I tell you it's a non-fungible token, like you can't really help. It's not easy to uh, understand what that truly means. So we're gonna like we're gonna we're here to make that definition uh, just like a little bit easier to understand. So first, you kind of want to understand what is like what is non fungible. What does that mean? So non fungible pretty mean pretty much means that it cannot be duplicated and it cannot be like directly exchanged for something else. So this is an example of the stuff would be like art or collectible items or like digital moments or property or like an authentication of of property items so uh pretty much like nfts can be proof of ownership proof of transfer proof of uh, providence or origin proof of membership proof of purchase proof of attendance proof of donation or like proof that you are a part of something that's why they're not exactly fungible and uh to understand what non-fungible is you can you have to understand what like what exactly is fungible and fungible is pretty much stuff like cash crypto and pretty much just like fiat money like if i give you a ten dollar bill that is fungible for another ten dollar bill because they all go together if that makes sense and um something pretty much something fungible can be exchanged for something else aka a bitcoin can be exchanged for a bitcoin because they're fungible and it's the same thing and a ten dollar bill can be exchanged for a ten dollar bill because they are the same thing yeah so it's pretty much just like replace it's you can't switch it it's just its own sort of like cash for cash it has a set price and you can only get cash for it you can't get like nft and then it it's on cash has its own value it's not like nfts yeah the value is given to an nft like the nft doesn't come with a certain value it has to be like added to it because it's not just like a ten dollar bill or a bitcoin it's art or something else beyond just like uh like value if that makes sense so uh another easy way to understand like pretty much understand nfts is you can either look at it as something like art or like kind of like a jpeg or a picture a pixel or a picture or something like that and also it lives online completely online that's why it's uh 
uh, called an NFT because it's completely online on on the blockchain, and they're completely unique to one another. And through different uh, ways the blockchain does verification, you can see that it is completely unique. And also, you can、uh, use NFTs to support a certain creator.、Uh, if a creator comes out with a set of NFTs or some art or something like that, you're able to support that creator by purchasing or owning one of their NFTs. And also,、uh, just like we said earlier, the NFTs are、uh, attached to your wallet. Like they're unique. They're like when you have a unique NFT wallet or like crypto wallet, that NFT is stored inside there and it's attached to you through your wallet. So no one else can be like, "Oh, this is mine. This is mine." No, it's not because it's actually connected to your wallet. And also, it can only be、uh, it can only be owned by you unless you sell or transfer it. So like you kind of can't really it can't really be stolen unless you allow someone to take it by、uh, having it transferred to their wallet. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that address tells you who owns it because only it's only one address for the real thing. Obviously, I mean you can make a fake one,、uh, like literally screenshot and just it becomes a new address. But the real one has its own address, and the address is linked to your wallet. Yeah, exactly. So it's completely unique to you. You don't have to worry about someone、uh, trying to kind of sell it as theirs if you own it, because you know you own it. Especially if it's the original creation, you can go back through the blockchain and see like, oh, this was sent to him from the original creator. Now this is the original because the original creator sent it to him. And、uh, a better way to kind of understand NFTs and everything is kind of have to understand. Why they're important? Like, what's what's the what's the reason for learning about NFTs? And pretty much, NFTs can be anything from the deed to your house to a painting someone has made. And also, NFTs are transferred and run on the blockchain using smart contracts. And pretty much, you you might be wondering what like what's a smart contract? So pretty much, it's an automated if then do this statement. Like, if you create the NFT, then it will be sent to your wallet. So, uh, kind of like basic like that.、And、it makes transactions very fast.、Um, like it can be if you have this NFT, then you will receive blank or whatever like that. Because smart contracts are pretty much just like if then statements that are automatically verified on the blockchain. And、uh, smart contracts are hard to understand in like quick summaries like this because there is so much technology inside them. But tech or smart contracts are important. Because you can earn royalties from the continued sale of an NFT, and we'll get into this a little bit later about how you how you mint an NFT. But say you mint an NFT and you sell you sell it because when you mint it, you own it, and then you sell it, and that、um, and there's a smart contract linked within the NFT that says you earn ten percent of whatever. Let's say you earn ten percent of the Ethereum that. The sold price was so. Say it sells for ten Ethereum, and the smart contract will give you one Ethereum because those are your royalties from selling. If that makes sense, so that that's one of the things a smart contract can do because it's an if-then statement that lives in the blockchain forever. So if this NFT is sold, then you get ten percent of the profit, pretty much. Is, is, is that sort of like staking almost? Because I know you can stake NFTs. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's it's much different because you're actually earning your like you're earning income from someone else selling it. Like it's kind of it's there. It's staking's more like you're 
you're not doing anything with the NFT. Like when you stake an NFT, you're leaving it alone. Like when you earn royalties, you're you already sold it and it's gone. You're just still making money off other people selling it. Yeah. That makes sense. It's like if an artist creates an art piece and they get ten percent of the money every time it's resold or not, that's pretty much what it is. Like staking's much different, but if we can get staking can be a lot more complicated when you get right down to it. Yeah. So many people are wondering, like, why don't I just screenshot it? I mean, it's a picture. If I want it, I can just take a picture of it. But like we said before, uh, there's a certain address that's linked to the NFT. And so only you have that ownership with the address and it's connected to your wallet, obviously. So that so only you have the rights to either sell it, hold it or whatever. So that's kind of why um, a screenshot won't do anything, because there's no proof of you actually owning it from the original uh, collection. Yeah, exactly. Especially if NFT is giving you the membership to somewhere or it's giving you kind of verification that you own something, uh, you're able to tell if it's the original. So if someone just screenshots it, like your NFT might not even be a, be a picture. It could just be like a smart contract or something that you own. So if... Like, uh, if someone tries to screenshot it and act like it's theirs or act like it's, like, the original, it's gonna be, like, easily shown as false. Because you go, you look back on, like, the Ethereum kind of wallet and track where it came from, and you're like, this never existed. Like, someone just created this and now it's, it's not even real. Like, it didn't come from the original creator or whatever. So that's just another reason why... Uh, you can't just screenshot an NFT and be like, oh, yeah, I'm the original owner, whatever. But um, we will continue this episode in the uh, next part of this episode. We will explain how to buy NFTs and mint them after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, the first question someone might be asking is, what is minting an NFT? Like, a lot of people will hear about minting an NFT or buying an NFT, and they want to learn about it. So, pretty much, minting an NFT is putting your NFT on the blockchain. Like, you're creating a blockchain kind of spot or slot for your NFT to put, and now it's on there, on the blockchain forever. And this attaches the NFT to you or your wallet because you're spending the ethereum or whatever token to kind of create the slot for your nft to go so now it's all it's yours and it's connected to your wallet unless you want to sell or transfer it and also um they become they become authenticated once it's minted so like if you if any nft uh on like kind of the kind of the i guess you could say blockchain or ecosystem you can look back and see the original mint date or mint time when and who and where like the nft went when it was minted so this gives another thing this gives like another level of authentication because now you can go back and see boom i minted it here i was part of i was the original creator like i can transfer it or do whatever i want because i can see that i that was the first person to uh 
make it? And uh, a lot of people, the second question is like, how do you, how do I buy an NFT? Like, how do they work? Like, I don't want a minute NFT. That sounds like a lot of work. Why can't I just buy one that I like? And pretty much, uh, just like we mentioned earlier, you can in, you can mint an NFT, obviously, but obviously buying's a lot more easier. But the most popular form of receiving an NFT is obviously buying an NFT from a marketplace like uh, like OpenSea. OpenSea is a NFT marketplace where you can uh, buy NFTs from different collections using crypto. Or now they have a way to uh, buy with fiat money, aka credit card. So it's making a lot. Of, it's getting a lot more people in the NFT space because you can buy stuff with credit card now, and it will link you to your Ethereum wallet and transfer and everything. I would just suggest buying anything with Ethereum because it's just much easier instead of having to go through all the hoops and bounds of a credit card. But making a OpenSea account is pretty simple. Uh, we might do a full episode on just how to do OpenSea and how to do MetaMask. But MetaMask is kind of like a, just like a basic Ethereum wallet uh, provider. And you can go through MetaMask. They have their own browser. And when you go to OpenSea in the MetaMask browser, you can connect your Ethereum wallet and pretty much buy and purchase whatever you would like. They make it simple. You can buy crypto on MetaMask. So you can easily buy NFTs through OpenSea. And once you buy an NFT... You can either bid or just flat out buy, similar to eBay or any other auction app. Um, and once you do buy an uh, NFT on OpenSea, it instantly transfers to your wallet, and boom, now you are the proud owner of an NFT, which is very, very cool to see. But um, another reason why some people talk about NFTs is because it's like, why is this picture of a monkey selling for a million dollars? And obviously, uh, certain collections can have insane hype around them, especially if they provide uh, a lot of, let's say, like they have a lot of celebrities get in their project, or they provide a lot of like special parties or special events similar to the Board Ape Yacht Club. That's like a big name that's a lot of people recognize in the NFT space. It's probably one of the biggest NFTs that exists at the moment. But um, you know, it's really just pure speculation. Uh, when when people see uh, people other people spend millions of millions upon millions uh, on these board apes or NFTs, more and more people get in. That just drives the price straight up. More and more people get in, and that's when you just see overhyped speculation. Like you can't really with NFTs. It's hard because NFTs have seen a decline in the past few months because I mean everything seemed to decline. So you can't really blame it on that. Just that. But um, you kind of just have to take it with a grain of salt because so so many people have just gone outlandish with buying NFTs and just bid an insane amount of money. Like Logan Paul has spent like a million dollars on like a, on like a rock. So and it had no use. He just bought it just cause. So obviously you have to take it with a grain of salt, like and just be uh, wary in the NFT space. Obviously, don't spend more money than you have to afford or whatever. Uh minting sort of stage when you're minting you're pretty much just buying the rights to be able to purchase the nft you're just like unlocking the the nft to be able to buy it is pretty much what minting is Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think alex explained that a little bit better than i did but if just like to reiterate you're unlocking 
the ability to pretty much buy it, which is you're kind of you're not really. I wouldn't say you're exactly buying the NFT because some mint prices will be set. Like for the party horses, they were point one four two ETH, I believe. So you are pretty much buying it, but you're buying it to pay the creators as well as put it on the blockchain. Does that make sense? You're kind of like buying it from the creators to make it your own. It's just like from a store. You're just buying something from the wholesaler. Yeah. So pretty much for I, th- I mean, there's a lot of hype. They're going good. I'm still bullish on NFTs, but unless collections start giving us actually ut- actual utilities, they won't go as far as people are saying because people are going to realize it's like it's just a picture.、Uh, there's like. There's a few projects that actually give you utilities, and I feel like people know that those are out there, and they see all these other collections that aren't doing anything but giving you a picture. I feel like those will just die off, and the ones that actually give you utilities will be obviously a lot better and have perform a lot better. But if they don't start doing that, then the NFT is going to start going down. Hey guys, it's Michael here. Sorry about cutting this episode a little bit short.、Uh, Alex and I were dealing with some technical difficulties while filming、uh, this episode, but we really appreciate、uh, truly everyone listening to this episode today. And if you all want to reach out to us or ask us any questions, feel free to check out any of our social medias. All of our DMs are open on all of them. It's at NFT underscore Nation underscore Podcast. Feel free to follow us. Feel free to contact us on any of those social medias. We will always be、uh, willing to give you all a hit back. And also, if you all want to email us for any reason, it's nft nftnation dot pod at gmail dot com. That email is always open as well. So feel free to email us. We'll have that in the description in this video as well. Just not just the、uh, just telling you on the podcast today. But yeah, guys, we really appreciate you listening today. Hopefully, you learned a little bit something that you didn't know before. And also, guys,、uh, if you all want to give us five stars on Spotify, that w- we would really appreciate that because it helps us grow on Spotify and it lets Spotify know that we have a real audience that wants to see us、uh, do good in the future. So yeah, guys,、uh, hopefully you learned something today and have a good one.